Yeah. Uh. Uh. All right. Guys. Such a blessing to be here today. It's episode 88. Episode 88. Episode 88. Pretty sure it's episode 88. Um, regardless, episode 88, thank you guys for being here. Uh, this is your co-host Cam with BDE Radio. And alongside me, as always, is Ryan, a.k.a. Groobs, a.k.a. The Goat. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Um, can't complain. About to have a good weekend. What about yourself? Oh, yeah, dude. Can't complain either. Um, you know, hey, the bets are hot. We're doing well. Not on the spreadsheet, seemingly, but if you put all of my bets in, uh, the ones that I don't even, the ones that I put in that I don't put on the card, I'm up big, so real big, so we're vibing. When, when we get into, you know, the NHL, the NBA, yeah, college you, basketball. You, you, if we want to put everything on the scorecard, I'm up. But, um, yeah, hey, all is well. We're doing good. And uh, I'm just excited for another positive green week of betting, you know? Yeah, I feel that. I mean, I wish I could say the same, but um, had a little bit of a grind last week. But, yeah, I mean, can't complain. Can't complain. I mean, I wish I was doing like you getting paid out, but it is what it is. It'd be like that. Sometimes you get paid. Sometimes you don't. I'm I'm trying my best to soak it all in at the moment. Um, but I just put in an inordinate amount of, of bets in, and y'all, as y'all will hear uh, towards the end of the podcast, I put in just a shit ton of bets. So, we're going to get just, after it. Just an, an enormous amount of bets. Just a whole bunch of bets. And um, I'm, I couldn't be any any more excited than I am right now about it. But um, <coughs> like I said, thank you all for joining us. This is episode 88, and we're going to dive into it. Um, we got news, hopefully. We got some updates on what's going on um, in the sports world. We're going to dive into the last week's uh, summary and then uh, hopefully some college football playoff rankings, some scenarios that are going to shake out, and then uh, we'll, we'll get into the picks and we'll wrap it up. But um, what are we going to start with today? Let's go ahead and start with a hot story that came out today. Okay. Um, Antonio Brown back in the news. Um, this shouldn't shock some people, but Antonio Brown's chef came out and told, the, told a journalist or something that AB acquired a fake COVID card to dupe the NFL saying that he had the vaccine, but apparently he does not. So he doesn't what? He has a fake COVID-19 vaccine card. So he's not vaccinated. He's not vaccinated. Now I'm interested to see if this blows up any more than what Aaron, Aaron Rodgers did because everybody thought Aaron Rodgers because he actually wasn't vaccinated was the scum of the earth. Right. So will they say the same thing for AB for flat out getting a fake COVID card? Probably not, but that's how it should play out. Is it uh is the vaccine mandatory or some shit? It's not, but if you have the vaccine, you don't have to go through daily testing in the NFL, which is really dumb. And if you're vaccinated, you and you test positive, Nick Chubb situation here. He's vaccinated. He doesn't have to wait out the whole 10 days. As long as he can test po- uh, negative two days in a row, then he can play. But like Aaron Rodgers, because he was unvaccinated, had to sit out the mandatory 10 days. Even though he tested negative? Well, he tested positive, but even if he tests negative afterwards, he still has to wait 10 days. It's just an unbelievable amount of bias. 
Um, so, uh, cool, I guess. I, I hadn't even heard of that. No, uh, it just came out today. Like, not is, even that long ago. That is interesting, though. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how that plays out. Yeah, I mean, it's a... Again, if the media doesn't react the same way they did to Aaron Rodgers, then, you know, you have Howard Stern saying pretty much that Aaron Rodgers needs to be in jail, like, because he said I was immunized, immunized rather than saying I was vaccinated. And it's on the journalists for not backing, you know, questioning him even more. But now you actually have somebody that actually did flat out lie. Are you going to go attack him the same way? Right. My guess is no. Because yeah. this is an Aaron Rodgers and the whole fiasco that happened. This is something to be, like I said, no shock to anybody that AB would do something like this. Oh, not at all. This is um par for the course. I think what blew up with Aaron, though, even it just added fuel to the fire, was mentioning Joe Rogan's name. Yeah, you throw that out there, then that's when all the politics come into play. Exactly. That's the reason everybody was up in arms. Which is funny to me because Joe Rogan's a like raging liberal. <laughs> yeah, well, he's not. He's not raging. He's not. He was. Liberal. He's libertarian. That's yeah. what he claims. He claims libertarian, which is fair. Um, right. He's not a. He's not wild. He's not progressive. That's what. That's a better way to put it. He used uh, to be, and then ever since COVID, he hasn't been. Yeah, he's definitely. He's he's revoked a few of the the things that uh they stand for. Um, I don't know, dude. I don't know how that shakes out. What is is the team gonna find him or some shit? How's that work? I would assume the NFL would. I mean, they find Rogers fourteen grand, which is a drop in the bucket for him, and it'll be the drop in the bucket for AB too. So, right. Um, the NFL did find the Packers three hundred thousand dollars, which again, that's mm-hmm. nothing. But I mean, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. See if the first off, we got to find out if it's true. Yeah. Because um, if it's true, then oh shit! How do you do? You, can you test for the vaccine? How's that work? Antibodies? I don't know. I mean, anybody that's had COVID has antibodies, though. Exactly. So I I don't know how you completely prove this is real. This is fake. Like it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. I just thought a biggest story of the day was this, so I figured we start off with it. Yeah, that is um. That's something I, I don't. I mean, if anything, it blows up in his face because he's Antonio Brown and he does wild shit, you know. Yeah. But that once too. again, on the same side of that coin, they could underplay it because he's Antonio Brown and he's wild as shit. So Very true. It's, it's one. One. They just they they got to pick a side. I'm I'm interested to see what happens. Uh, it's yeah, a, it's a bummer that it's even a story at all. Like who gives a shit? You know. That's how I feel. But whatever. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we'll move on to the next story. Um, and two things that recently just happened within the last maybe hour or two, uh, within the last hour. Uh, Bryce Harper is your NL MVP. To some, this is a shock. Some, it's not. I mean, it's his second career MVP. Good for him. And then this, to no shock of anybody, Shohei Otani is the AL unanimous MVP. Yeah, that's... um. Everybody said Otani from a mile away. Yeah, that's that's par for the course. What about um so if if Vlad Jr. if he wins the triple crown, does he win the MVP? That's a good question. You know what I'm saying? Because he yeah. was so close to the triple crown crown. Like Yeah, probably, I would assume so. 
Uh, he was wildly close to the triple crown. But remember, I mean, in the the MVP isn't just a hitting thing, too. And I think that's probably what separated Harper and him maybe a little bit. I don't know. You got to look at the defensive metrics on that. But I don't know. I, I mean, Harper had a good year, but I don't think it was MVP by any means. Now, that I can get attacked for that. I don't care. But I think my third baseman should have won the damn MVP, and he wasn't even a finalist. So Austin Riley? Yes. He had an unreal year. Did he? I didn't know. I didn't keep up. Yeah. Um, he, it, Bryce Hopper won it under the radar. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, he won it with a team that didn't even make the playoffs. He Then he should have had just unreal numbers. You would think. I'm going to pull him up real quick so that we can see. Yeah, I don't know his numbers, so. Come on, show me stats. Here, let's go look. Waiting for the exhale. All right, so this year he hit 309. Good job. 35 Good homers. All right. Good year. 84 RBIs. Okay. okay 13 year. stolen bases, 101 runs. Had an on-base percentage of 429, slugging of 615, OPS of 1.044. So, I mean, he had a very good year. Yes, good year. I mean, year. this is – let's see when he won the MVP the last time. He hit 330, 460 on-base, 649, 1.109. Um, had more home runs. He had 42, 99 RBIs. So, I mean, compared to his numbers – this year versus the last time he won it. 2015, he did, he was ridiculous. Yeah. So why didn't Nick Castellanos win it? Because he, he batted 309 with 34 homers and 100 RBIs. Exactly. I don't think there was much separation in the entire NL. That's why they just said, all right, we're going to take Tatis, him, and I can't even remember who the other one was, or Soto. So Juan Soto's war was really high. Yeah, His wins above but, replacement was really really high, but he only had twenty nine jacks and ninety five RBIs. He batted three thirteen though. Who the hell is Frank Schwindle? No idea. Oh yeah, he had he he must have been like a like a rookie that was coming in because he only had sixty four games played. Oh okay, that makes. But sense. But he had enough games oh. played to qualify for the stats for the stats leaderboard. Makes sense. Austin Riley, 303 with 33 and 107. That's a good year. Yeah. Really good year. You think he can replicate that? I have to see it before I believe it. I'm with that. <laughs> he came on the scene, and I think this year he was a lot different of a hitter. He was more patient, able to actually go with pitches like sliders and stuff. He figured some things out this year that I think that can translate into success later on. Because, like, when he first came up and he lit, lit the league on fire for the first, like, 20 games, um, he was just hitting fastballs, let's be honest. Mm. Teams hadn't gotten film on him. People figured him out. And two years, he just wasn't the same. So he figured it out this year. I hope I hope he can keep it going. I mean, it's something that can be replicated if you can keep that kind of um, eye. But does he hit 300 every year? Probably not. Probably about right. a 275 career hitter. 270. How wild is it that, that Marcus Simeon played all 162 games? That's pretty nuts. That's insane. Like, that's hard to do. Hell yeah. Him and Whit Merrifield did it. And his and Marcus's uh, wins above his war was 7.1. 
Like, his war was literally the second best in the league, and he played every day. Yeah. Yeah, but did he pitch and hit like Otani? No. There you go. How many games did Shohat play? I want to look at that. That's a good question because didn't he get hurt? Yeah. He stays hurt, so. See that uh, Verlander's going, I think, to the Astros again? One year, 25 mil. Really? Yep. I mean, isn't he like 59 years old? What's going on? Yeah, and then Syndergaard went to the Angels. Oh, wow. That might yeah, be an Syn- interesting pickup. Yeah, but Syndergaard coming off his elbow and shoulder, all his shit that he's had going on the last two years, I don't even know if the guy can still pitch. It's been three years since he pitched. It has been a minute since Thor was on the bump. But damn, was he good, boy. Yes, he was. So those are the first big signings so far in free agency. Freddie turned down a five-year 135 um, from the Braves. Apparently met with the Yankees, but I don't. He's gonna sign with the Braves. He wants a six or seven million dollar deal, six or seven year deal. My bad. Probably my guess settle around one eighty five, which to me is perfectly fine. That's so much money. Oh, I mean, yeah. Worth it, I guess. Relative. Absolutely worth it. it. Yeah. It's Freddie freaking Freeman, in my opinion, you got to pay the guy. He's a Braves lifer. Exactly. I think in six years he's done, though. I think he wants to ride out this last contract, retire, ride off into the sunset, watch his sons play ball. I don't know why you wouldn't want that, you know? I mean, retiring in any profession at the age of, what, 38, 37? Yeah. Was, I mean, that's just a a phenomenal, phenomenal, that's phenomenal. That's the dream. That is, yeah. You, you, If I retire at 38, she tell me I'm retiring in 12 years or 11 years, I will gladly do that thank you grind my ass off for 11 years just to retire then i promise you i'll work 80 hours a week you know i um, absolutely i don't know dude. that's wild that is really wild good for him though you know he earned yep. it even yep. if he did if he even if he goes to the yankees he earned it bro as, as much as everybody doesn't want that to happen um and there's no real need for him to go there i mean rizzo's on that team let's say they got rizzo they don't need him that's just the rich getting richer. I just, I don't want that to happen. Yeah, it's definitely not the Robin Hood mentality. No. You don't want that. What Dude. else we got? Uh, let's just roll into some college stories. Let's talk about one of the bigger upsets of the weekend. Oklahoma going down to Baylor. Um, I mean, the spread was pretty close. I mean, it was like six and a half or something like that. But Caleb Williams struggled, 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 struggled. So they benched his ass and put in Spencer Rattler. Guess what he did? Struggled. Brought Hold in on. Caleb. The guy. They benched Caleb. Yes. Dude, that coach is so stupid, bro. I have some news coming up about him. Some rumors flying around about him. You don't so we'll bench get to that yo, in a second. You don't bench the kid if he's having a rough go of it. And put in the kid that he be- got benched, you know, and put in the kid that he took his spot. Like, that's just, that's not a good, that shows that you don't have any confidence in your quarterback. And that's, if you're a quarterback, you need the coach's confidence in order for you to go out there and play loose and play electric and be the guy that, be that five star athlete. You can't play tight. And when you know that you're on the hot seat and you got a short leash, it's just, you're going to be tight. You're going to try not to make mistakes. And then that's when you do. That is a, that is such a bad call by Lincoln Riley. Well, I'm going to tell you this. If Stetson Bennett starts sucking dick against Bama in the SEC championship, you know JT's coming in. Well, JT's obviously, he's also established. 
That's true. That is very true. You know, Spencer Rattler's been dog-ass since he showed up on campus. Got a point there. Uh, But you also have this that happened during the game. Uh, Before they benched Caleb, you had Oklahoma fans chanting, we want Spencer, like they did when they did with Caleb. So, Oklahoma fans, you got to figure this out. That is, You got to choose a quarterback. That's gross, dude. Like, just because he's struggling, because he's not a Heisman candidate, like, I'm sorry, he was never going to win the Heisman. Caleb was never going to win the Heisman. As good as he was, he wasn't going to do it. I mean, the stats weren't really there, in my opinion. And he just came in too late. Like, I'm sorry. It, I think it's going to be that Kenneth Walker kid, probably Bryce Young. It's probably who it really is going to be, even though he hasn't done anything spectacular, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, I didn't think Caleb – like, Caleb was damn good. Like, he's going to be that guy for the next two years before he goes to the league. But was he going to win a Heisman? No. But he's a freshman. He's going to make freshman mistakes. Literally. Sitting here going ahead and calling for his the guy he replaced, who's like you said, been shit, is just asinine. You gotta you gotta back a guy and just roll with it. Yeah, like you don't you don't hear us calling for Bo Nix's head, bro. He's dog ass. We get it, but we also understand where we're at. You know, hey man. Yeah, you're not asking for T.J. Finley to come in because you see what happens when he does come he's in. He's shit. He's not a good quarterback. He's bad. So it's just like you know how bad Spencer Rattler is. Let's keep Caleb in there and let him take his lumps as an 18-year-old. Right. I mean, it's not. it may not benefit you that game. And who's to say Spencer doesn't come in and light the world on fire and then he keeps the job. Didn't happen, though. He continued to be the guy that he was. This is just who he is. He's going to transfer. We all know he's going to. So why even, why even put yourself in that situation? I just don't understand it. Especially in a game where you need to win. If you if that that's telling me that margin in my in Lincoln Riley's opinion is razor thin between the two of them, which it's not, and it's just from the eye test, it's not. Caleb is a much better quarterback than Rattler. Caleb's a stud, bro. He is. Caleb's He's a much a stud. better. He he will win a Heisman before he leaves Oklahoma. I love that. Now take. that's if that's a piping hot take, and I love it. That's if Lincoln Riley stays in Oklahoma. Oh, so what's the news? There's rumors swirling around that Lincoln Riley might take the LSU job. Holy shit. Why would he do that when they're coming to the SEC anyway? He could see the writing on the wall that it's going to be harder to get guys to come to Oklahoma. It might be hard to win at Oklahoma. Why Why not that and then money to go to LSU? LSU is making a splash higher this year. They're going to get a big name. So why not go after Lincoln Riley? But... Lincoln Riley didn't come out outright and just say completely kill it. Um, but, yeah, that's the the rumor swirling around. That would be massive shakeup, massive shakeup to the – well, I, I don't know what's going to be the SEC West, but we'll see um, if we go to pods like we've already discussed at length. Um, but, yeah, that would be huge. So if Lincoln Riley is there, Caleb has a chance to win two Heismans, in my opinion. There's yeah, not another quarterback out there that I, that that we know of yet that's going to be better than him outside of maybe Bryce Young next year. Bryce Young definitely next year. Yeah. What do, I what think Bryce think? Young's your guy next year. Bryce Young's been fun. It's weird because he's been like a low-key quarterback, but the reality is when you look at his numbers, bro, they're fucking really good. His, it, you know what it is? His numbers are really good, bro. His numbers are really good, but when it comes when when it comes to primetime games, Primetime games. Has he turned it on? 
I don't know. I haven't Florida, looked at uh, they, I mean, one by two. LSU. Yeah, eh. Florida's a bad win. LSU's, LSU's not a, a not a good win at LSU's all. LSU's a bad win. I mean, we'll see with – I mean, I was going to say if Auburn, if Bo Nix is there, but without Bo Nix, I think y'all are dead in the water. Bama, Bama by 40 for sure. Yeah. And then Arkansas this week. I mean, depending on how Arkansas plays, if they play their, you know, their three three six or whatever, 8-DB defense, then we'll see. But, yeah, I, I think Bryce Young, like I said, he just needs to turn it on when the lights shine the brightest. So I we'll think, see what he can do against Georgia. I think he would be better if he ran the ball more. He refuses to run, bro. Like he is so athletic, and he's so good at getting away from the pressure. But then he just don't run. He just tries to force a pass instead of running for six or seven. You yeah. Know? Like he just does. I, it might be because he's small. He's got a small frame. I don't know. But um, I've seen him take a few shots. I will say that. Yeah, and he pops right back up. But you you got a good point. If he was a more aggressive with his running, he he could definitely do it. Um, because they don't run design quarterback runs with him. They don't run. They probably do tr- run true RPOs, but he throws them every single time. Right. He um. I will. I'm telling you though, if you look at the stats, he's a stud. He is statistically really good. Right. Um. I, I just like most Bama quarterbacks are. Yeah. They, at least they have been in the last five or six years. Very uh, true. I don't um. I don't know. He's definitely front runner next year though. He's a, he's a freak. Yes. Next year he better be incredible, right? Like you would think so, but then again, we have to look at who they're going to have in the backfield, who they're going to have at receiver, how their offensive lines going to shake out. I mean, it's just like every other team. Bama, they do this every year. They lose 16 guys to the draft and somehow replace them. So it wouldn't be a complete shock if they he just lights the world on fire. I mean, it's Bama for God's sake. Yeah. I don't know. I know that without that Williams kid at at uh, at receiver, they would be uh, they would be forty percent worse of an offense. Yeah, Williams. He's and I'll say he's gotten better this year because he is what he was at Ohio State was a pure just deep ball threat, just run a straight line and go. This year he's picked up his route running and he's been a decent, pretty decent uh, receiver this year. Super. By decent, I mean he's one hundred percent their best receiver. He's a stud, dude. He is an absolute stud. I don't know what they do over there. I don't understand how Saban can get a kid and refine him and make him really good, but they do it every time. I don't get it. Yep. I don't get it. Um, what were the big games last week? We uh, we saw Oklahoma lose. Yep. Um, uh, Texas A&M Ole Miss. A&M came out and just threw up a goose egg in the first half. Bad, bad. Hell, Ole Miss, I mean, they scored 29 points, but that could have been a lot bigger. If they don't. Go, uh, I mean, they failed to convert like fourth and two down on the goal line, and they couldn't get it in. So, Ole Miss, they're, I don't know, man. I still can't get my can't get my finger on them. They're a classic Clay Kiffin team, dude. You just don't yep. know what to expect. Yep. Oh, here, here's another rumor, coach. This is the year, the time of the year where coaching rumors start. Lane Kiffin reportedly will leave Ole Miss if the Miami job comes open, and will take that Miami job. Why? Exactly. So I, I mean, he's got Ole Miss humming right now Literally. for what Ole Miss is. Literally, people love the idea of a good Ole Miss football team. Like right. the nation and loves it. It's not just like it's not like Ole Miss fans. People want Ole Miss to be good for some reason. But you would also think, and I think that goes back to Hugh Freeze, but and mainly because of this, 
people like having a thorn like Kiffin in the side of uh, Saban. People love that. I know you can say Jimbo's that guy right now because he finally beat him. That was one year. Ole Miss consistently over the last five years has put it on Bama pretty good. I mean, I know they didn't this year, but still, people love that dynamic of Saban and Kiffin and because of what they had when Kiffin was on staff and Saban would just light into his ass. Right. No, I agree. I agree. I don't know, man. I, if he takes that job, it's kind of dumb in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think it's dumb. I mean, my, I get Miami is just a relic, man. I don't think they are, they don't have good facilities. They play in the NFL stadium. They don't have the fans. I, it's just a relic of the past that just isn't what it is anymore. 20 years ago, they were a good team. Shoo, they were really good. 20 years now, no, they suck. Yeah, they're bad. I, I don't understand it either. Like, they're bad. They're a bad football team. They're a very bad football team. Um, let's talk about another big game from last week. Ohio State-Purdue. Ohio State just blew them out. Um, Should have just bet the over in that one, 59-31. Uh, Ohio State, they're humming right now. We'll see what they – they got a big, tough matchup this week in Michigan State. I think we learned a lot about Michigan State this weekend. Can they, can they stay within that 20 points? We'll see. Um, but, hey, Ohio State, they're humming right now. Yeah, they're good. They're a good football team. It's weird that, in hindsight, it's weird that they lost to a bad Oregon. Like, Oregon's not very good, dude. While Oregon had guys out, too. Yeah. Thibodeau didn't play. Justin Flo didn't play. Like, it was a bad Oregon. Like, a bad version of a not good Oregon already. And, and like, what all, all Oregon can do is really run the ball, too. Yeah, but I will say this. Right now, Oregon is down uh, their best running back in Verdell, I'm pretty sure. Okay, uh, that would make more sense. Verdell is a stud. He played against Auburn uh, when they played opening weekend. Um, Two years ago. Yeah, and he gashed them. Dude, Verdell's legit. He's a pro-level yeah. He's a pro level guy. But um, he got hurt against Stanford. He got hurt against Stanford, and then they lost. Um, yeah. And I don't know if he's came back yet. He may, he may be back, and I may be just t- throwing smoke, but – uh, I know that uh, without Verdell, they're not a good team. No, I mean, and that's why they're dogs this week against Utah at Utah. Um, we'll talk about that. Michigan narrowly escapes the win or the upset loss to Penn State. They win twenty-one to seventeen. Um, to be honest, if they don't get that tight end down the sideline for a touchdown, they I think they lose that game. Now they might have kicked a field goal to tie it up, but it was it was a close game until that until that touchdown. It was. I took Michigan minus one and a half, though, so we're bobbing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Michigan, Ohio State, again, we'll find out a lot this weekend about this Ohio State team, whether they're whether or not they're for real, because let's be honest, they haven't played nobody. Yeah, they haven't at all. Um, they're about to run the gauntlet, though, right? They got Michigan and Michigan State. And then they got probably, probably Wisconsin, who's playing probably playing the best football right now that they've played all year even though they've lost three or four games, but still they're playing really good football right now. Um, let's say I think we have to touch on this one because it's probably the biggest shock of the weekend in terms of what actually transpired. Auburn, Mississippi State. Yeah, that was wild. So I'm at a I'm, – me and my brother, we went to go play disc golf with a few buds. And I had Auburn. I was like, this is too easy. You know, it's Auburn at home. I mean, I had it too. Lock, and I was thinking you know, this is easy. Lock it up, too easy. Uh, we finished the front nine, and we I go back to the Cody's truck and and get my phone, 
and check the scores, and they're up 28 to 3. And I'm like, hell yeah, this, I told y'all, dumbasses, this is a lot. Well, we get done with uh, the round, and they're up 28 17 or 28 10. And I'm like, yep. all right, well, we still got the game in hand. We're kind of chilling. And then the second half rolls around, and I've never seen a worse football team. I don't I mean, know. Dude. I have I have no idea. Like I have no words to, to to describe what I watched because it was just so bad. Like they made that quarterback, and he is a decent quarterback, Rodgers. They made him look like an absolute superstar. Hey. 44 for 55, 415 and six touchdowns. And these weren't checkdowns, bro. These were digs laid over the middle. These were fades. These were slants up and over the defense to a good catch on the receivers in. Like these this kid was making throws. Like legit throws. Uh, he was carving y'all up. And he was, bro. I've never seen anything up. like that. There was no pressure on the on the on the on the quarterback, really. And when we did have pressure, I've never seen a worse targeting call in all my years. That was the worst targeting call that I've seen called since it became a rule. Targeting has not been very kind to you guys this year. How the fuck did that did that guy watch that play and say, yeah, that's targeting? Like, that's crazy. That was just a tackle, dude. <laughs> like, that was insane. His face mask was in his face mask. How about you supposed to tackle the guy? If you go low, you get fucking flagged, too. I don't know what to tell you, man, because I, I agree with you. Like, that's I mean, so targeting lame. is the dumbest rule in football. And the no, fact, that I don't the think it's dumb. Huh? That changed that targeting changed. The oh, yeah, game. absolutely. Granted, I mean, that they changed should have never came momentum. back in the first place. But since we were already there, that changed the outcome of the game. Yeah. Oh, I mean, look, targeting is so dumb. The fact that you get ejected for it is dumber than shit. Like, in the NFL, it's unnecessary roughness, helmet to helmet, 15 yards. All right, personal foul, whatever. Keep it moving. College, they just eject your ass. It makes no fucking sense. They no just, sense they just at all. A, they just take a game from a kid that won't be playing the game for very much longer. No, exactly. It, it's just asinine that you throw a guy out because half the time it's the runner's fault because they duck. Yeah. Thank God they at least review it, and then they will take away the penalty. There for a little bit, if they reviewed it and didn't call it targeting, they would still give tack on the fifteen. They still. Thank God they got rid of that. Um. Yeah, it was a. Yeah. that was the worst targeting call I genuinely have ever seen in my life. That and then just twenty-eight to three. And Greg McElroy was in the thing. It was so funny. He was like, "As much as I hate to say this, they're gonna probably call this targeting by the rule book." But I'm here to tell y'all right now on live television that this should not be targeting. This is a football play. Yeah. It was uh, it was bad, man. It was bad. That's the worst choke I've ever seen. Um, it makes me question what's going on. It makes me question the talent on the team, first off. Yeah. And uh, second off, it makes me question what the f- – what's going on, Brian Harson? You know, like, what happened? You come out and you beat the shit out of them. Then what happened? Take the foot off the pedal and let them back in, and then you can't get it back going. That's literally I watched it happen against Auburn LSU at LSU and Stidham was quarterback one time. Oh, I remember. You remember that game? They were up 24 to nothing or some shit? Yep. And then they lost? Like, what the? Yep. 
Auburn, bro. Hey, this, that's one thing you can say about Auburn, bro. They, they'll keep you on your toes, dude. You can never relax as an Auburn fan. They keep it interesting, that's for sure. It is interesting through and through, bro. Um, yeah, it's bad. It was a bad one. It was a bad one. Yeah. It was a bad loss of money, and uh, that was tough. Yep, I got one last thing I want to say about last week, and then we'll move on to this week. Um, NFL, we'll talk about that here in a second as well. But who told y'all last week that Georgia was going to dog walk Tennessee? I did. Now, we didn't score as many points as I thought we were going to. We let up four more points. But, hey, Tennessee, you can have your moral victory. You scored 17 on Georgia. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. But guess what? You didn't beat us like you did, like you said you were going to. You didn't score 30 like you said you were going to. Tennessee, you can stay where you are. You suck. You had a fluke little, you have a fun little offense, but if you don't have a good quarterback, it doesn't work. So, see ya. Yeah, they're bad. Um, we hit that minus 20, huh? Hit the 20, hit the over. Damn, hit both of them. Hit both of them. Uh, yeah, I had minus twenty. That was that was a good one for sure. Uh, got him again, don't I? Do I have no, well, we don't have a line this week. Who Playing got... Charleston Southern. Oh God. Yeah, we don't have a line yet. That's gonna be sixty-seven. Something like that. Yes. I have Bama. Yeah, let's... Bama. Bama minus twenty. Yes. That's right. Twenty and a half. Let's get into it. Yeah. So let's go ahead and talk about this week's games. Premier matchup this week is the Michigan State-Ohio State game. Um, we've already kind of discussed this. This spread's already at 19. It was a little higher, won't lie, but um, that's the premier game of the of the week. Yeah, I got them at, uh, I got them at plus 19, um, Michigan State. I, uh, I just think that's a bunch of points, dude. I, I understand Ohio State's playing good ball. But um, Michigan State, they slow it down. They run the ball. If they just get a few stops, then I think they can keep it within three touchdowns. Uh, they might win. They might lose by 21, uh, which will be tough. That'll be a bad beat. That'll be a tough bit to swallow. But um, I think they can keep it within 17, in my opinion, uh, just yeah. based off the style of football they play. I, I don't disagree with you. They run the ball really well. And guess what Ohio State can't do? Stop the run. We saw that with Oregon. Yeah, so, I mean, it's literally over. almost – this is like a replay of that game, but with a better defense on the other side of the ball for Michigan State, in my opinion, than Oregon. And a better running um, back. And a better running back. Walker is the best running damn back. good. He's got 1,400 yards, almost 15 already. He just uh, doesn't have a whole lot of touchdowns. He only has 17, but still. 17 touchdowns. Um, next, in how many games? this one. That's like one and a half touchdowns a game. That's not bad numbers, right? No, I mean, it's good numbers, but I just was expecting a little bit more than that, to be honest. Interesting. All right, what's yeah. up? You got number 10 Wake Forest going up against Clemson at Clemson. And this is a 73 Clemson. Normally, this would be like, okay, they're going to kick their ass. Clemson's favored in this. Four yeah. and a half. Yeah, I'm not. Quite shocking. Uh, I'm if not you ask touching me. it because I wouldn't be shocked if Clemson pulled a hat out of their uh, a rabbit out of their ass and 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 won it. But um, that is it's a shocking line based uh based off what we've what we've seen this year. Yeah, I don't disagree. I mean, Clemson can easily win this game. They have better talent, but Wake Forest has been just lighting people up, and I just don't think Clemson can hang in there with that. I don't know if they they can they can get enough stops to stop Wake Forest, and I don't know if their offense can hang in there. 
Well, their offense, their defense is good. It's their offense is the issue. If their offense yeah. can just put piece possessions together, they don't even have to score. But if they can just keep possessions in intact, then they will they will be in the ball game the entire time. It's yep. uh it's just keeping that defense in decent shape because you can't the best of defenses. It don't matter who it is if their offense can't stay on the field, then it doesn't matter. They're gonna gas. It's right. just the way it yep. is. Um, yep. Unless it's the battle of the defensive titans, you know, where it's just like both defenses are just so incredible that it's just three and out after three and out, and it doesn't really matter. But um, in general, uh, good defense gets just as tired as a bad one. That's just the way it is. Right. Yep. Uh, getting back into playoff games that have playoff implications into them, we'll talk Oklahoma, Iowa State. This is at OU. OU's minus three and a half coming off the loss to Baylor last week. Um, it's an interesting game because Iowa State's beat some good teams this year, but there have also lost some games. That's very questionable. Um, OU should should roll them, but the way they played last week, I don't know. I mean, it's a good bounce-back spot, though. Huge bounce-back spot. Uh, I got Oklahoma at minus three and a half. I believe in Caleb Williams. I believe in him. I believe him as an athlete. Um, if that stupid-ass head coach will just leave him alone, then uh, let him play. He'll be fine. Uh, I think they win by at least a touchdown, um, if not more. Um, just my mainly because it's at home. If this is at Iowa State, I stay away from it. Yeah. To be entirely honest with you. If this was at Iowa State, this would be closer to a pick'em. Lower low key Iowa State may be favored. Yeah. I mean, they were favored against Oklahoma State. They shouldn't have been, but I mean they did beat Oklahoma then State. They ended up winning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were seven point favorite. They didn't cover that. Oklahoma State did. But again, they beat them. So this is where I'm saying Iowa State can do it, but it's on the road. They haven't looked the greatest this year. Um, I wouldn't be shocked to see Matt Campbell maybe leave after this year. Wouldn't shock me. Maybe go to, you know, one of these other schools. But we'll see. Um, your CBS SEC game of the week is Arkansas Alabama at third at three thirty. Uh, Alabama is a twenty half point favorite over Arkansas. This shouldn't be too shocking. Um, Bama should cover this, but I'm taking Arkansas just purely because that's a lot of freaking points for an SEC game. And we've all, we've seen Arkansas this year keep some games close. Um, I and hey, they beat LSU. LSU kept it close last week or against Bama, so maybe logic's there. But it is in Tuscaloosa, so Bama probably rolls this by like twenty eight. Yeah, it's true. It's a it's a it's a home game for Bama. It's not LSU. It's not Ed Orgeron. Yeah. Um, it is a country boy that knows how to coach a little football, and uh, they they done well. They had a good year, dude. This is a good Arkansas team. In as a right. relative to years past, this is a good Arkansas team. So um, I, um, I'm i taking Bama minus 20 and a half, um, mainly because it's at home and secondarily because it's the last home game that uh, that's going to be for my girlfriend as a student. And I'm going to be on her side so we don't have a fight. And uh, <laughs> it's going to be a good weekend. But, uh, yeah, Bama by 400. Yep. Uh, next game, massive, massive game in my opinion. Probably, probably the second biggest if I have to think about it. And this is just purely because of Cincinnati. Cincinnati versus SMU at Cincinnati. Cincinnati is 11.5 point favorite. Um, I'm on SMU just because since he does not cover, and this is a slick game that they could lose. This is their definitely, this is their toughest opponent that they faced all year. Them in Houston. And, in in my Houston. opinion, it's even tougher than Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame's not a good football team. I really genuinely believe that. 
Um, SMU can win, bro. They can win football games. They're eight and two. Their program is his. They're, they're perennial ten win teams. Uh, so it's uh, it's it's gonna be a good game. I think 11's a lot. I'm not gonna touch it just because I just I don't want to bet against Cincinnati. I want Cincinnati to win. I'm a huge fan. I'm a Bearcat guy right now, low key. Uh, I want to see him in the top four just so I can see what happens with the team of five or the the group of five gets yeah. in. Uh, I hope Oregon loses. I hope whoever's in front of them, I hope they lose because I want them. Hey, to- I won't lie. I want them to get in at number four because I'd love to play them. Yeah, I'd love to play them again and whip their ass. That'd be an interesting game for sure. Uh, I uh. Yeah, I, I won't. I want Cincinnati to win. I don't know if they cover that bad. That's a lot of points. They've kind of stalled out in the last few weeks. They're, they're. It's like they're trying to play to their competition. After they beat Notre Dame, it's like they took their foot off the gas. I don't like that at all. Um, they better start ramping it up quick, bud, if they want to be in the playoffs. So that's what um, makes no sense. Is ever since that initial playoff, that first ranking came out for the playoffs, they just haven't been able to railroad anybody. They pretty much almost. They should have lost that game against Tulsa. Like, if Tulsa somehow gets that ball in, I mean, they had the ball on the freaking two-yard line. I don't know how you don't get the ball in. Yeah. But if they give up that touchdown, I mean, they lose. So, yeah. I don't know. I think SMU, they're, they got some firepower on their offense, so I think they might be able to keep it close. Um, it's also just it's that game that I could see them slipping. No doubt. I could see it, too. That'd be devastating, though. I do not want that to happen. Yep. So, here's this one is weird. But you've already maybe leaned into why it might be that way. Um, but Oregon at Utah. Utah's favored by three here. Yeah. And this could... Uh, look, Utah made a change at quarterback. They did. So does that change at quarterback really make that much of a difference to where they're favored in this? I don't believe that's the case. Um, they had the kid from... Uh, God dang, what's his name? Oh, man. He was from Baylor, Charlie Brewer. They had Charlie Brewer at quarterback. That wasn't working out. Changed it to this kid, Cameron Rising, and they've been a lot better since then. Um, but it's Oregon we're talking about. This is a top three team. They should not. They shouldn't be dogs just because they're on the road to Utah. Yeah, Utah lost to a bad BYU um, early in the year. Yep, and uh, never could recover. Um, Oregon, not a good football team. They are worse than Cincinnati, in my opinion. Um, hopefully, like I said, hopefully they lose and Cincinnati wins so we can see them in the playoff. But um, I don't know. I took Oregon. I'm taking Oregon because it just don't make any damn sense to me. Uh, it just this game just doesn't make any sense. I, I don't. I don't see how they lose this game. I don't. But also, they shouldn't have lost uh. to Stanford. So uh, that's just the way it is. Um, yeah, I, t- I did take Oregon plus three. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting is Utah's probably going to have to play Oregon again in the Pac-12 championship. Just seeing how this shakes out, unless Arizona State goes on a run, which I think Utah already beat them. So, yeah, I mean, this is a matchup we could see again, and then, hell, they might get them in the championship, and there goes Oregon. That's true. So, yeah, I just thought it was – Odd that they're, you know, number three team in the nation's facing number 23. And the number three team's the dog. 
Yeah, that's wild as hell. Yeah, honestly, like, what does Vegas know that we don't know? Is it really because Verdell's hurt? Is it really because he's hurt, or do they really just don't think Oregon's that good? I know Oregon's. They're not good now. I'm gonna tell you that they're not a good football team. <laughs> yeah, they, it's been an interesting one. All right, let's go ahead and move into some NFL. Um, we start off last week. We had the Ravens and the Dolphins, and the Dolphins smoked the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I didn't call that one at all, um, but uh, they did nonetheless. It was wild. Yep, and then you had the Lions and the Steelers and then a tie. How does the NFL not figure out this out yet? How? Why are we ending in ties? It's 2021. Literally, nobody wants a tie. Literally nobody wants a tie. Neither team, none of the fans, the referees, nobody. Nobody. Can we just have like a kickoff? Like, can we do this two-point thing that the NCAA is doing right now? Like, come on, we got to figure it out, though. It's ridiculous that this is what this still continues. I say they just play it the way they play it, but just play. No clock. Just play. No clock. Just the only clock is the play clock. And you just play until somebody scores. Until it's over. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't hate that. No play clock. No fucking no quarter or no quarter clock. You just turn the clocks off. You get you get a play clock and that's it. And you play until somebody scores a touchdown. Uh, I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. Um, we had Washington football team upset the Buccaneers 29 to 19. That was probably the biggest shock of the week because the Bucks are, you know, you're reigning in your reigning Super Bowl team. Yeah. It's just that one was weird. I mean, again, this NFL season has been very weird. Yeah, I hated that. It busted my teaser. So, yeah. Then we had the Panthers with the return of Cam Newton. Gang. Cam gets in the touch, gets himself a touchdown in there. Two. 34 34 to 10 over the Cardinals. Yeah, they um they were playing a downtrodden Cardinals, but nonetheless, yeah. you like to see you I mean, Cam gives them a spark in some capacity, you know. Half the yeah, team I mean, that's he's on still the there. Most of the team that's still there, they play with Cam. You know, so it's just like thank God you're back, dude. Like this is crazy. <laughs> Well, he was on the sideline already in the first game, been there for maybe two or three days, and is already, you know, getting has a whole huddle around him, and he's sitting there giving them a breakdown of what they need to be doing, which is just crazy. It's because he's the guy. He's always been the guy. It's crazy that they uh, got rid of him. Whoever their GM is is a damn is a dumbass. Um, I th- if if rules smart, they utilize him frequently. Um, yeah, I think he's the guy this week going into it. You would think so. Uh, he threw a touchdown last week. He ran a touchdown last week. He don't have but about two, three more years in him that's going to be worth a damn. You need to use him if y'all want to. If you want a playoff run, if you want to be competitive. Um, yep. Because Sam Darnold's ass and uh, PJ Tucker's not very good either. So. PJ Walker. P- exactly my point. <laughs> Um, another upset. We kind of already touched on this. The Eagles upsetting the Broncos, thirty to thirteen in Denver. Ah, uh, man, that was just no bueno. I I can't get a feel for Philly. I don't think they're that good of a team, to be honest with you. Back to back wins. Um, yeah, yeah. Devontae Smith catching his stride. Uh, I don't know, dude. You know, I don't know. You could see. Yeah, I could see it. I could see something crazy going yeah. down in Philly. Hey, I gotta say this: Jordan Howard coming out of nowhere from from left field, putting up eighty three yards on twelve carries. I mean, hey, good for him. He hasn't done much in the last two seasons. Yeah, that's true. It's about time. Yep. Now, probably one of the more interesting games of the weekend huh? was the return of Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. 
Now, this was a snow game, of course. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers skunk Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, 17-0, in a very non-fun game to watch because, I mean, up until the fourth quarter, it was 3-0. Which is wild. Yeah, with those two quarterbacks and DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Devontae Adams, I mean, all Aaron Jones, all these guys, and they couldn't do it. They couldn't put up points. But again, it was a snow game, which is a big factor there in Green Bay. Hey, I mean, that's a, such an advantage for Green Bay. Tom Brady broke a record, broke the touchdown record in, in a snow game. So that's very true. He threw four touchdowns in a quarter. Yep. I don't even know that how was you a big, can do that. A lot of teams don't even have four <laughs> possessions in a quarter. He has four touchdowns. True. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say it was a big game for Aaron Rodgers to come back out of, after all the shit he d- had to deal with and get that win. I mean, 17 to 0. I mean, it's not the not the best game he's had. He, you know, 23 of 37, 292 and a tu- and an interception, no touchdowns, but still the guy went out there and did his job. Yeah, got that dub. Hey, uh, you want me some money on that game? I know that. Yeah, no kidding. Um outside of that, I mean, the Rams go on on Monday night. They get upset 31 to 10. Um that was a pretty big one to be honest with you, but I mean, I can't get a feel for them either. I don't know what they are, who they are, what they're going to be. Um, I still think they're a very good team, but you can't lose to the 49ers like that at home, uh, on the road. Like, you can't only put up 10 points. I know you lost Robert Woods with the ACL and OBJ's there now, but still, you, you can't lose. Are the game. 49ers back or what? I mean, they're 1-4 in, in, in their division, so no. We'll see. That's a that's a really bad loss, though. It's so funny yeah, it to is. see OBJ go to this team and then they just get the shit beat out of him. Yep. Did he run any routes? Did he snap? Take any snaps? He played. He got the very first play of the game. Like you got a catch. You got yards. No shit. Yep. I'll be down. He sure did. Um, looking at this week tonight. This is Thursday night. I know this is for y'all listening on Friday, but we have the Patriots versus the Falcons. We got Mac Jones versus Matt Matt Ryan. Uh, Cordero Patterson, probably the biggest weapon for the Falcons this year, is out tonight with an ankle. So the highlight of the Falcons' offense is going to be Kyle Pitts. And you know Belichick's about to just key off that. That that line's already moved half a point since that announcement came out during this episode. So it's. It, I I got Patriots big, yeah, and I'm a Falcons fan. It's um, I'm not gonna touch it because the Falcons they didn't they play good good last week. Who did they play? No, we played the Cowboys and they kicked our ass. Oh, that's right. If it that's was over the case, in the first Patriots, half. Patriots Patriots by a million. Sorry, boys. Yeah, no, we beat we beat the Saints though, but that's just a rivalry game in New Orleans. That's just how it goes. Um, looking at Sunday. Very interesting game here. Colts versus the Bills in Buffalo. Yep. Not touching. It's it. seven point spread. No, I'm not touching it either because you don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if the Colts are going to go and play good defense or if they're going to go up and score a billion points and they hit the over. I don't know. But the Bills, they should win that game. Here's my thing Josh Allen is the MVP favorite right now. Should he be? Uh, it was Kyler before he got hurt, in my opinion. Yeah, he was. He was the runner. Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen, I mean, he's throwing for 2,600 yards, 19 touchdowns. So but you can make an argument for Lamar. What about Tom Lamar. Brady, the t- touchdown leader? 
Yeah. 2,800, 27 touchdowns. Yeah. Look, I mean, Brady will probably win it, let's be honest. The, the reason I say that is because he's plus 350 in the futures right now. Something to look at. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that's in, that's interesting. I won't be shocked, to be honest with you. Um, another interesting game this week. Let's take a look. What do we got? There's a bunch of just average teams this year. Uh, probably my most interesting game, and I really am. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this one if I can. Cowboys Chiefs. This is in Kansas City. Kansas City's a two and a half point favorite. I want to see if Kansas City can keep their momentum rolling from last year, last week, and same with Dallas. Um, can they come out and do what they've been doing? I think Dallas is the better team out of the out of the two right now. For being honest, they have a good defense and Chiefs don't. Maybe. I know I'm riding with the Chiefs. I'm riding with the boys. I got I gotta go with the Kansas City Chiefs. They're my dogs. I got them. I need them to win the division for my bank account. So I'm stay I'm 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 staking I'm sticking with them. They covered last week. I won that bet. They finally covered some shit. So I'm sticking to it, bro. Minus two and a half. I can see it. Yeah, I can see it too. In but Kansas City, I'm also right? Just riding the boys. Yes, and the Cow- in Kansas City, and the Cowboys just got fucked up, right? No, they just destroyed the Falcons. That's right, but they just they also lost the Broncos two weeks ago, right? That was two weeks ago. They just got they had their get right game. Okay, okay. I'm just making sure, and it was at home, right? And Dallas. <laughs> yes, it was. All right, all right. I'm just making sure. Um, yep. Uh, all right, I, I got the Chiefs, dude. Fuck it. I know you do. I believe. All right, you ready for our picks? You ready to give out your just incredible line of picks? Let's do it right now. All right, you can start us off. All right, boys. College football, we got 15 picks, okay? And these are all locks, every one of them. Mortal locks. I got San Diego State minus 10 and a half. All right? Friday night game, you got to get on it now. It's a lock. Too easy. Don't ask me why. Uh, <laughs> Michigan State, plus 19 against Ohio State. That's a lock. I just don't, once again, we've already went into the rationale earlier. Oklahoma minus three. I teased it a half a point because I'm rich, and I could see where that half a point could really screw you. All right? Um, if you have the same bet or an opposition on the same on the same game, go ahead and interject. But I'm just going to run. I'm going to rail these off because there's so many. Um, Georgia Tech, Notre Dame, both teams are awful, under 58.5. That's the total. Um, Alabama minus 20.5, I've already taken I've already told you all this. I've taken this bet, and um, I just think they win handily. Uh, Michigan minus 15 against Maryland. Maryland's dog-ass, Michigan's not dog-ass, minus 15. Too easy math. ULL versus Liberty. So Louisiana Lafayette versus Liberty. I refuse to call Louisiana Lafayette Louisiana. You haven't earned that respect from me yet. Louisiana Lafayette at Liberty plus four and a half. I'm not sold on ULL. They have a hard time covering every time I bet for them. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go. Louisiana plus four and a half, and I'm going to bet for them again, and then they're going to get beat by seven. Okay, <laughs> tread lightly on that one. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a game. But Liberty already lost to UL Monroe one year or, or one game or this year. So, and UL Monroe is shit, just literal fecal. So, hey, speaking of Monroe, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, um, 
we can go to that game. Yeah, speaking of Monroe, I got UL Monroe at LSU, okay? I understand. This is dumb. But here's my rationale. I got UL Monroe plus 29, okay? UL Monroe beat Liberty outright, okay? They beat Liberty outright. That means that they can somewhat play football, okay? They can play a little bit of football. LSU is playing UL Monroe. That means they're not playing anybody mentally. Okay? So, if anything else, you cover's late. I don't think they cover, though. I'm telling you. Plus 29. The reason I say it, Ryan, I asked him this, too, and he was like, that's a fair point. <laughs> he said, dude, this is such a wild bet. And I'm like, well, isn't LSU minus 29 just as wild of a fucking bet? And the answer is absolutely, because LSU is dog ass. Trash can butter. They're dog-ass trash can butter, and UL Monroe is the same. But I just think that they can't beat them by 29. So, anyway. Um, next game, Temple LSU, or Temple Tulsa, excuse me. Temple Tulsa under 50 and a half. Don't ask about the rationale. Next game, Auburn, South Carolina under 45. Both horrendous dog-ass teams. Auburn's entire roster's hurt, and South Carolina is awful. Next game, South Alabama, Tennessee. I got South Alabama plus 28 because south in your mouth, bitches. That's why. That's why. I have no real reason, but that is why. All right? We can keep it within four <laughs> touchdowns and, and four PATs. I'm telling you we can. I believe. I believe, Jags. They're both 5-5. Five and five. Hell, it might be a toss-up. Uh, Vandy, Ole Miss, under 64 and a half. And it's just like I told Ryan, unless Ole Miss can score 65 points, I don't see this total hitting. Uh, Vanderbilt is abysmal. Just absolutely abysmal at football. Under 64 half and four and a half should be a lot. Oh, uh, we've already mentioned this as well. <laughs> Oregon plus three. It's actually at plus 100 odds. You're getting us at even money. Um, number three team in the country. <laughs> My ass, says the bookies. Uh, plus three against Utah. A pretty good up-and-coming, rising from the ashes like a phoenix of the night, Utah football team. Um, I still got Oregon plus three because I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Probably going to bite my eat my words later. Um, next game, Utah State minus five-and-a-half over Wyoming. Wyoming is a five-and-five football club. Utah State's eight-and-two. It's at Utah State. Um, all of the trends are in favor of that covering. And the last one that I have is Colorado State. Minus two and a half. It is the Pac-12 after dark game, even though neither one of them are in the Pac-12. Is Hawaii in the Pac-12? No. They're in the MAC, right? It, it might be. It's either a MAC or like a WAC. We're going to call them. They're WAC, all right. Uh, Colorado State, minus two and a half over Hawaii. I don't have a rationale for that, but that's what I took. Um, all right, there's all 15. Y'all are welcome. Put them in, boys. All right, so we do have some overlap. I just want to let you keep rattling, rattling them off. That ULM bet's hilarious. That's, that's the, love that's that. The way it is. I, I love it. I mean, the logic's there, but just I, I think it's hilarious. All right, I'll start off. I got Notre Dame minus 17 and a half. I'll probably buy that down to 17. Um, George Texas, not good. Notre Dame's a better team than them. I know you're saying they're not very good, but George Texas, bad. I'm just outright telling you they're not good. Um, it's in Notre Dame, too. I just I think they dog walk them. Uh, Auburn, Carolina, under 45. We already kind of touched on this earlier. You already did, too, a little bit. Uh, TJ Finley is a quarterback now. 
I just don't like that. Auburn still has a good defense. I think they keep Carolina um, close. And, hey, I could see Carolina even covering this week, to be honest, maybe even maybe winning. I don't know. Um, it's going to be a low-scoring game, though. Uh, I got Oklahoma State minus 10. Um, it's Oklahoma State. They've been solid. They have to win. They have a lot to play for. They got to win out. Um, so I think they cover, and they cover big. I mean, if they can continue to win big, hey, they might keep going down in those rankings and might make a backdoor playoff run. Um, next, I got the SMU plus 11.5 against Cincy. I actually took this one. Um, to be honest with you, we kind of talked about it again earlier. I just don't – Cincy just hasn't been a good covering team this this past few weeks. Um, like you said, they play down at their competition, and I think this is the game where they might get got. Um, if they don't if they don't come out with some intensity early, this is the game they get got, in my opinion. So I'm taking the points. It's a lot of points for a team that can't cover. Like I said, they should have lost to Tulsa. They didn't. They got lucky, but they didn't cover. So I'm going to ride with SMU. This is the opposite of what I used to do last year, um, which was ride the Cincy train. I'm riding it the opposite way. I'm fading them. Uh, next, I also have the Michigan game. Maryland's just not good. Simple as that. I'm going Wisconsin next, minus nine against Nebraska. This is a kind of a weird one for me because Nebraska plays tight games. So does Wisconsin. But Wisconsin here lately has been playing some damn good football. Yep. It seems like they've figured out their offense a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I can see this one. I can see Wisconsin just going ahead and getting after Nebraska. But this it's a questionable one for me because I know how Nebraska is and they play close games. Uh I'm on the opposite side of the Bama game. I think it's a lot of points. Um, Arkansas, the way they play, they keep things in front. Bama, is, if, the only way Bama is going to outblow them, you know, run away with this one is if they can gash them with the runs with Brian Robinson or with, yeah, Robinson or whatever his name is. Um, if he can get going, it's going to be a long day, long day for Arkansas, but I don't know. I'm just, I got a feeling. I think Arkansas can keep it close. It's a lot of points. A lot of points for an SEC game. Um, give it to me. I'll take it. Now, this one is weird. This one is odd just because of what happened last week, and this could be what quote-unquote trap game. Um, Baylor, plus one. They are dogs. It's at Kansas State. I understand this, whatever. They're playing Kansas State. Kansas State's a pretty solid team. They play close, close games. But Baylor is a very good team. They shouldn't have lost to TCU. Should not have lost, but they did. But the team that we saw last week against Oklahoma is a team that Baylor is. Um, I don't think Kansas State's better than Oklahoma. Baylor, their defense, defense travels. Their defense will keep it close, at least, and their offense is good enough to get them to win on the road in Kansas State. Baylor plus one, it seems like a lock to me, but we'll see. Um, Another questionable one, we already kind of talked about this. I got Wake plus four and a half. Um, it's against Clemson. Like I said, their offense is just very not good this year. DJ has not been the quarterback we all thought he was going to be coming into the season. Um, we thought he was the front runner for the Heisman, same with Rattler. But, hey, didn't work out. I mean, Wake Forest and Sam Hartman, that offense is just electric. It's an electric show. They put up points. If Clemson can stop that and score a couple points – It'll be close, but I think Wake, they outright win this game. I don't think they should be dogs. I mean, everybody wants to say they don't play defense, and I agree with that, but but they're playing a team that doesn't play offense. So 
we'll see. It's weakness on weakness, strength on strength. Um, it'll be an interesting game. So I'm taking Wake plus four and a half. Yeah. And then like Cam took, I got Michigan State plus 19. This is a big game with a lot of implications on it. I know a little bit less now since per, since the Michigan State loosened to Purdue, but still. Yeah. I think Michigan State keeps this one close. Give me all the points in the world here. Um, I know Ohio State is what they are. They score a lot of points, yada, yada, yada. It's a big game. Mel Tucker's going to have them, them boys ready to go. Now they got to generate points. They have to generate points. If Kenneth Walker can run all over them like Oregon did, this game will stay within 19. Uh, yeah, that should be the case, bro. I agree. Yep. Uh, we'll roll into NFL now. I have three and then one questionable one because it's up in the air because I'm going to wait and see if Kyler actually plays. Uh, I've got Panthers minus three and a half. We already kind of talked about this. Cam Newton revenge game. Okay, gang. It, I mean, he's playing the Washington football team. He's going up against his old coach who did not re-sign him when they needed a quarterback this, this year when uh, Fitzpatrick went down. Um, game I was just talking about Arizona minus two and a half. It's against the Seahawks. Look, I can see errors. I can see the Seahawks covering this if Kyler doesn't play. But if Kyler plays, this this spread's going to go up. Um, I kind of I'm going to wait and see what happens there. If he doesn't, if he's not playing, I'm not betting it. Yeah, simple as that. I got the Packers minus one and a half against the Vikings. This is a weird weird spread. I know it's in Minnesota, but look, Aaron Rodgers. Now he's got it. He's back. Like he's back this week. He practiced the entire week. Um, I mean, he was limited because he has a toe injury, but still, Aaron Rodgers is back. He's back with his guys, getting that chemistry going again. It's not one day like he did last week. They they're gonna roll. They're gonna roll. Um, and then we already talked about this a little bit. I'm on the Cowboys plus two and a half. I think they're the best team in the in the in the league right now. To be honest, I think they're the most complete. Dak's playing good football. Their defense is really good, so I'm taking the boys. I hear you. Um, my picks in the NFL are um, I got 49ers minus six and a half. They're rolling right now. Momentum's on their side. They're playing against the Jaguars, aka the worst team in the country. Um, I got I got 49ers over them by a touchdown. Uh, next game I got Dolphins minus three and a half. They also just rolled a pretty good Ravens team. They're playing the worst team in the country, equally as bad as the Jags and the Jets. Um, at minus three and a half, even though Flacco's starting for the Jets, I don't have, I don't, I don't think they don't they don't score much. Um, if it, maybe the total might be something to entertain, and it's in New York, depending on the weather, that could be something to really look into. If it's really cold, I mean, the Miami Dolphins are coming up north to play football. I'm sure it could yeah. slow it down. Um, but I did go Dolphins minus three and a half. I might even tease it down to my uh, to three. Yeah, that gets to minus one thirty. That's too easy. Um, uh, my next one. I'm going to go with uh, the Titans minus 10 over the Texans. The Texans are dog ass, and the Titans look good. Even without Derrick Henry, they're still finding ways to win. Um, 10 points isn't that much against a really, 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 really bad Texans team. Uh, Packers minus 1.5 is a really good line. I like that a lot, and I'm going to take it. Um, what I looked at was Raiders-Bengals. I was That's such a good line, one. You know, like, that's, it's a pick em game. I don't know. I, I – Part of me wants to favor the Raiders, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm just a big Derek Carr guy. I think I got a little bias there. But um, the next one I got for sure, one that I have is the Chiefs minus two and a half. I just I'm rolling with the Chiefs, dude. Look, I'm rolling with the Chiefs. Mahomes had a great game last week. Um, looked good, and maybe they write the ship. And if they do write the ship, they're very very difficult to beat. Um, so uh, 
I'm going. I'm going on the other side of that with the Chiefs minus two and a half. Hey, we got some games we're going up against each other, but hey, man, that's a lot of picks for you. I think I just added in the Packers on that one minus one and a half. You've you've got twenty one total bets. Yeah, I got some bets out there, boys. I got a uh, I got two hundred and ten uh, dollars to win. It's gonna be good. To, it's gonna feel really good to go twenty one and zero. So uh, so that's just something to look forward to for the weekend. So if y'all want to do this, do that as well, I encourage you to put in the bets that I did because we're going to ride this weekend. We're winning this weekend. I'm already up $60 on the week. I got a, I got a, ho- I got a hockey parlay tonight. I got a, oh, God. Hey, let's check this live. Let's see. Moment of truth. Let's see how, <laughs> let's see how bad. Let's see if I'm going to lose $40 tonight, all right? Uh, Panthers minus 200, and I got the Minnesota Wild minus 135. Uh, I got uh, Panthers are winning, and the Wild are scoreless. They just started, so the Panthers look like I'm gonna win that ten dollars at least. They're up three to one, and uh, the Minnesota Wild hasn't scored yet, which actually is in favor of me. So I'm good with that. So I'm up. I'm up a leg. Hey. Up a leg, baby. It's one. Up a leg. That's one. Oh, what about the Sabres and the Coyotes? Oh, Sabres. So let's see if the Buffalo Sabres are winning. Uh, You're playing the Coyotes. Coyotes. God! <laughs> Sabres are losing two to nothing. GG's to the parlay. Ooh. Uh, G- Parlay's dead. Parlay's probably dead. But that's the reason you bet the minus 200 outright to cancel out the parlay. So the rubber match is the wild. We need the wild to win. And then I win $10. Gang, gang. So I'm up $67 going in the weekend. Or going into Friday, hell. Um, so, yeah, that happened. But uh, we got anything else? We good, dude? It's been a hell of an episode. Yeah, it's been a great episode. I just wanted to give everybody our records real quick. I am 32 and 33. Cam is 32 and 30. Those numbers are going to be drastically different after this week. In my favor, <laughs> bitches. Well, no kidding. Um, quickly, Cam, you want to give any updates on music and some gigs you got going or anything? Yeah, I just wrote two songs. Um, just finished two there songs. Uh, Peacock Peacock asked me a while back to write him a walkout, uh, and he gave me a few things to write about, and uh, I really stuck to one, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into that. It's a, it's a banger. I'm, extra, I'm really excited about that. I don't know when it will be produced. It won't be produced for some time, but um, I don't really plan on releasing any other songs until an album comes out. But I did just write two more. And they're really good, and I'm extremely excited about them. Hell yeah. yeah dude. Hey, you get a walkout. That'll be big. That'd be huge, bro. That'd be hella huge. It's got to be hype, though. It's got to have some oh, energy it's got to some, it, which hey, I know it will. It's got some damn energy, bro. Y'all are, what we need, you ever bro. heard of any of the Florida Georgia Line songs? Well, duh. Yeah, then it's a vibe. You're going to be like, okay, yeah, this is a vibe for sure. <laughs> I love it. Uh, any gigs coming up? Anything? No, I haven't scheduled anything. All I've been doing is writing and getting better at guitar. I haven't even looked into playing any shows, really. Unless somebody comes to me, I'm probably not going to until the end of the year. Um, this coming spring, I'm going to start commuting a little bit into, into Nashville, start going ahead and planting some seeds in the Nashville right. area with a few buddies of mine. And uh, So when I move, when I make the move in June, or maybe even a little early, I don't know, uh, when I make the move, it's, it's seamless on the music front, and uh, and it's just like I'm hopping right into it. So uh, I'm really excited about that for sure. We're gonna hop into some riders rounds hopefully, and uh, we're just gonna get after a little bit. I like it. I like it a lot. Well, man, that's all I've got. Um, I don't have much else. I'll. Hey, uh, let's go ahead and do this next week. We're gonna release. We're gonna record and release on Wednesday. Um, I'm gonna be traveling on Thursday. 
Um, I'm sure, and that's Thanksgiving anyway, so uh, we'll probably be recording on Wednesday, just so you guys know. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. That, that's that's too easy. Um, yep. Too easy. Well, I think that's good, guys. Uh, thank y'all for joining us again, man. Y'all are awesome. Y'all are incredible. Thank y'all for the downloads. Thank you for the likes. Thank you for the subscribes and the follows and all the cool shit. We really appreciate it. We couldn't do this live stream this time. I actually messed up and and i had to re-download my operating system on my computer and Streamlabs didn't download again and it's just been a headache so we couldn't do it this week i'm gonna hopefully get it back going next week and we'll be good but um uh hopefully get that show back on the road if you don't follow our facebook page please go do it bd radio uh keep spreading any good news about us keep spreading the love and we really appreciate y'all man y'all are awesome all right i got one thing to say whoever gave us a one star on apple podcast thank you did they do that one person no. did. I actually thank you. You know why? <laughs> I thought about this. I was initially pissed. That's actually awesome. I was initially like, this asshole, screw them. But then I thought about it. I was like, started scrolling through some of the other big podcasts. Not that we're big, but I was like, that you know what that means? Somebody hates us. If somebody hates us, that means you're doing something. That's right. important. It's extremely important. So Thank you for the one star asshole. It's important. Are we a perfect five? I like no. having a hater. But it's okay. Hey man, I've had haters my whole life. Um, so I'm, I'm, it's, it's par for the course for me. It doesn't bother me at all. Um, no, I just, Hey, thank you. Everybody else. Give us five stars, please. We love gang, it. Gang, gang. Unless you don't want to, and then give us more ones. I don't, Hey, listen, actually don't listen, do that. guys. I don't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. We like doing this. This is for us. We're doing it to have a silly goose. And if y'all want to be a part of the silly goose, more than welcome. If you don't want to go and get, you know, Hey, go and get out of here. Cause we don't need you. Um, but regardless, thank y'all for being here for sure. Hope y'all have a phenomenal weekend. Thanksgiving is just around the corner. Um, yeah, should be good. Huge slate coming up. Hopefully this Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, we get to tell y'all the good news about how I want a whole shit ton of money. Me too. You know? <laughs> All right, guys. All right. We're out. Love y'all. Good. Peace.